Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Kennel NRL podcast. It's been a big week in rugby league and we're building towards the state of origin game one on May 31st and this is the season of rugby league where things start to get exciting. But before we get into that, I'd love to welcome uh, my evergreen co-host, Dibbo. Welcome back, Dibbo. Always good to have me back. Love having you, bro. Love having yeah. you. And uh, someone who seems to become a mainstay on the podcast, Brandon. <laughs> welcome, Brandon. It's welcome back, bro. Always good to be back. Uh, lovely to have you. Lovely to have you. So, um, I guess, you know, first put a call is I'm going to start by talking about the Bulldogs against the Warriors. Um, I thought there was going to be a change. I thought we were going to see some uh, improvements in the team. But, man, they dished up more of the same... I mean, it's interesting, even though we were thoroughly outplayed for 80 minutes, I did think, you know, we had patches there where we were okay, but um, we just never looked like we were going to win the game. But we still aren't getting blown off the park, which I think is still a positive. I mean, we're losing, sure. We're not playing to our potential, sure. A lot of the players in the team, I think, uh, are just sort of going through the motions at the moment, but I'm really happy um, that we're not getting blown off the park. Like against the Raiders, we lost by four. Against the Warriors, you know, they were 18 up at half time. We only lost by 12. Um, so I think it's, you know, positives. Thoughts, Dibbo? Well, yeah, look, it looked like they were in their shell um, for that first half. I know the Warriors were winning 18 0, but Canary were offering nothing. I thought Canary were a lot better than that. Um, everything was coming off for the Warriors. Um, Look, it wasn't at one stage. Canberra, look, there was a twenty-minute period where Canberra actually just dominated the whole game. Well, we uh, couldn't put the final touches on. And now twenty-four new at the beginning. No, eighteen new at halftime. Eighteen new at halftime. Okay. You know, and then it got back to eighteen-six. Avarilla was having another good attacking period. There was that twenty-minute period, and they scored, but it got disallowed. And I thought, geez. And Canberra looked very likely to score that second try. And we thought, if they're in here, Warriors are in big trouble. But they could have maintained it in the end. And um. I think it's just the pairing. They're just not getting anywhere with the pairing. What just ran away with it. I don't understand yeah. that selection of uh, Reynolds agree, starting. Yeah. Um, Reynolds is still starting? No. So they, they've cleaned it up for this week. So uh, Oluapu starting, which is, you know, we mentioned last week that we think Oluapu should be starting as opposed to um, Josh Reynolds. But Josh Reynolds is on the bench, which I think is, is, is a mistake. But let, let, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because, like, <laughs> we'll <get> <laughs> man, I want to, like, I, you know, if you look at what is going wrong with the Bulldogs, we get off to a very, very... Like, the first five minutes, we seem to be doing okay, and then we just poopy ourselves, and we just let the team, uh, the opposition, just run over us. Like, can our, I, our forwards just had nothing. I just can I... Can, I know you're singling out the forwards. Can I ask now, from your best starting lineup, um, who's missing? I know Kikau. Let's just say Luke Thompson. Is there anywhere anyone else? Well, when Fox comes back, it'll which just is this week. Yeah, which is this week. Essentially, it'll just be Thompson, uh, Kikau. Um, I mean, Chris Patolo, but he was always on the fringes. Does uh, he slot into your seventeen, or is he Patolo? Yeah. Well, he hasn't played in. Th- you know, I think they put him in reserves. Yeah, he's I know playing in reserves at the moment. So now you're missing Thompson and Kikau. Pretty much. Right. I mean, those two it does make a big difference still. Um, they went back to ages, I think so. Instead of uh, what was that? Sorry, I don't think that they're too back to uh, around twenty, is it? Okay, yeah, they're, yeah, they're both very late. Thompson might be a bit before that, yeah. but uh, I think look, Canterbury are what four six, four and seven, four and seven. Yeah. No buys. Um, 
I think they're doing better than what people probably expected them to do. I know. You think so? I think they're copying more more treatment, more harsh treatment. They're only four and seven. It's not like they're two and nine or two and eight and one. Was, isn't this the same performance as last year? I think. No, a lot for- better already. And, oh, they, yeah. and and in saying that, I don't think they've even hit their straps because I know there is huge improvement in that side. Um, they will make more signings. Um, they really, in my eyes, they really haven't even sparkled in attack here. But so there is going to be a game this year. I think. They're going to put something together. Yeah. I mean, Josh comes back this week. Look, it might be late in the season, but I'm just thinking they haven't really sparkled in an attack yet. We just- done, no, we <clears throat> haven't done anything in attack. They're four and seven, so. We've had we've had a good a good few games, right? But then if you look at uh, in terms of defense, we're one of the worst de- teams in defense. We have the worst for and against. Um, we've, won, we've won four out of 11, uh, which isn't much better than Trent Barrett's uh, – um, I think Barrett was like four game, four wins in two years. So I think yeah. it was yeah. eight, eight wins in two years. But uh, you're not even halfway through the season. <coughs> I think you guys will hit at least ten wins this year. I think Omar was right on that statement he made last three years. Podcast. Yeah, I think three years. And I think you said earlier that he was right. He did say. I, look, I don't know. It's not record, on the record. The record. Uh, it's not on the record. Off the record. But I'm just saying. He's now. He's now. I don't know what Brandon's <laughs> saying. I think Brandon's just <laughs> stirring the pot. I, <laughs> but that was off the record. I, I still think the Bulldogs will make the eight this year. I think um, James Graham's uh, retracted his statement. <laughs> I think, <laughs> look, you know, you know, it, it looks even um, more telling now that um, Omar last week pointed out they do need a chief playmaker um, to slot in in the halves. Yeah. Um, whether you want to keep Burden there or move him to the centres, um, either way, they still need a chief playmaker. Um, to make noise, you think? Like to make noise. Yeah, you need some of the sparkle yeah, in attack. Spark, I, I, look, I don't think, I, I honestly don't think Burden is a seven. Um but having said that, I don't think Josh Reynolds has suited playing alongside Burden either. Josh Reynolds has the energy, but I, I don't think he has that athleticism or the, the X factor. Do you, do you think you're best suited having Flanagan back at seven and Burden in six? You get a near 50% win rate with them two there. so I think they should go back to that. And probably have um, one of your young guns such as... Um, Alawaipu, or even you got a few other young guns that probably deserve a run as well. Khaled Rajab and um, Haywood, um, give them a go each, maybe alternate. If they keep playing good, keep one of them on the bench. Well, it's after round 11. They can bring someone up now. Well, they can bring <coughs> a lot of people up and, you know, I think, look, I think we, we, we were more cohesive with Flanagan there. I know that sounds... Um, that actually sounds good. I mean, uh, if he's a more cohesive. Yeah. Uh, no, we did. We did feel even in defence. I thought we were I, a lot more cohesive with Flanagan there. Oh yeah, and I thought you guys were starting to work out some combos in attack. I know. I, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, but the thing is, someone always has to be the full guy, and it's always Flanagan. And I don't think that's totally fair. But having said that, Flanagan, his problem is that he's a seven, and he's not playing like a seven. He he's playing his part in the team, but it's not what the team needs to win games. Well. I'll tell you what, teams like St. George and uh, West Tigers um, got more herald- they got a more heralded um, halfback half yeah. in, uh, for example, Ben Hunt uh, and Luke Brooks. I know Luke Brooks does cop a lot of stick, but he's more heralded than Flanagan and he's performed or his sides have performed a lot better than both those sides. I think both those sides have combined together got the same amount of wins that Canterbury's got this year. I think they need a leader. I don't think those two captains are making enough noise. Um, no offence. Reed and... Um, Burden? And, no, no, the captains. Yeah, Reed and Burden. They're the Is captains. It Burden? No, isn't... Um, 
Um, Raymond Faitalamana. Yeah, he's, he's the club captain. He's the overall club captain, but yeah. not the on-field captain. The on-field oh, is captain. The, oh, is that the on-field No, I read mine in Burden. I think I need to come more. And I thought Josh Adokar was your captain. To be honest, he plays like it. Our team I, performs I honestly like it. thought he was. No, he's not. He's one. He's like a cultural leader. Oh, I thought he was. He yeah, seemed. I, he was, yeah. I looked at him as more of a leader than I thought he was your actual on-field leader. No, but he he, he should be. Like, I think the team with Adokar in it this week will be very different to what it was last week. I honestly Adokar thought it. it was like he runs yeah, the I whole side. So, yeah, because they and the, the ref seems to converse him. with him even more than the yeah. other two gentlemen. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. but look, I mean, there's just so much. Like at the Bulldogs, just little problems that are like I find they're attacking black holes. Like Hayes Perham, right? He averages for the year 150 meters a game. That's a very big That's average, good. right? That's a very very high <clears throat> average meters per game. Look, but the problem is, it's it's not about the workload that he's doing. It's not about the the amount of runs that he takes. I just want to point out when it comes to meter stats. For someone like a fullback or the wingers, I always find it very, very irrelevant because somebody could put a towering kick. The chase is about 40 metres away. You can do and it then, 10 yeah. times a game. That's 10 quick returns, 20 metres each. That's your 200 metres. Yeah, just like that. I mean, I don't think it will very much between the backs in terms of 150 or 170. You might yeah. find other backs are averaging about 190. Um, I, I honestly, that's just my opinion. No, I, I mean, right. I don't know how the scouts look at it or, I mean, rather than the talent or the coaches. I find that a very irrelevant stat. For, for me, those sort of stats, run meters are more relevant, I find, maybe for centers, maybe definitely for forwards, um, middlemen, and even dummy halves. I sort of see, you know, it's very relevant for dummy half how many times he's pinching meters or taking a quick scoot out of dummy half. Um, you know, I just want to see that sort of, I mean, that's where I think the stat's more relevant. Um, for a fullback, I reckon it's more relevant um, how he backs up in, in defence, how he organises defence, how he places himself um, in attack, how he links up. Um, well, he does that, that's, but, but I was getting to that, right? Like, sorry, to interrupt. Th- that's yeah. what I say. Like, he's he's sort of an attacking black hole, and and I don't I don't want to. You know, no, you've made it right. Yeah, that's I don't good. I don't want to um, you know harp on this too much, but in terms of linking up, in terms of running. Um, uh, in support, in terms of you know positional play, you always find that the opposition scores a really sort of easy try because Perham is not there where he should be as a fullback. Does he have a good? I mean, these days, I mean, the, the uh, fullbacks is generally seen as a second five. I don't know if I can use that term. Like you know, rugby, you got the inside term, yeah. which is referred to as second five. Does he have a good pass link up play to him? I, uh, I haven't seen it. He doesn't. That's, that's the problem. You get the second fullback next week. See, I mean, like I know Turbo Tom's. Struggling at the moment with fitness or, you know, or I should say fitness really because his legs don't seem to be going with him. But he's got a good passing game to him. So he can literally find the outside, outside man. He, ne- you know, he can look left and right with what seems all the time in the world. Latrell's another one. Um, he seems to just have a lot of time yeah, in the world. Perham doesn't, doesn't have that. He just, I just feel like he's, he's sort of he's there to take the ball when it's kicked on the last and return it. I don't feel like... He's very one-dimensional as a fullback. Like, you look at a lot of the fullbacks that are in successful teams, right? They're, they're everywhere where the attack is. Well, I, I just don't find that with Perham. Like, Perham <clears> is, ne- like, you want Perham to be the last man, sort of to throw the last pass out to your wing or your centre to score. Perham's not there, or if he does, he never gets it right. Is, is, do, you find, do you feel or do you find that he's there because he's safe? Like, is he... Decent under the high boys. He's solid defense, solid, doesn't really miss tackles. Do you find he's there because that was probably their best option at the time being? Well, he's not. 
Because if you look at how Avarillo performed last year at fullback when Mick Potter put him there, I thought he had an excellent, excellent time at fullback. He's got the speed. He's got the, the last year Mick Potter. Yeah, yeah. After after Trent Barrett left, he had the speed. He's, he's got the the athleticism. He's got the vision. The vision. He played in the halves. Before. He played in the halves, so he does have a passing yeah. he's game. He's causing some collateral damage. And in even the at centre, at even wow. at centre, you get the ball to him. Like uh, that, that, uh, that twenty minutes against the Warriors, we looked good. The reason we looked good was because we started to get early ball to Avrilo, and Avrilo was. At any moment, he'll make he was making tackle breaks, maybe not line breaks, but you could tell that if we kept going there, we were going to get a result out of it, right? And it, it just it, it, we just didn't keep doing that, right? It was just like give it to Burden, he puts it up and hope for the best, and and it's very one dimensional. We didn't really throw much at the opposition, and if you look at how we played the first three to four weeks, we we threw so much more at the opposition. Yeah. Like against the Rabbitohs, we got smashed that game, but in the first five <clears> minutes, <throat> we threw the ball out wide, threw the ball out wide, Kiraz passes the, the, the You did the, that against the, the Warriors as well in the first game. Do you, you remember when Adokas scooted down the, yeah, the whole yeah, length of right. the field? Um, and Just I think the we've gone away around. from that because we don't, our forwards aren't making the metres. I think Raymond Fatala Mariner should be on his last, uh, on his last, uh, chance he's just not performing neither in defense nor in attack he came out during the week last week before the Warriors game do you think he'd be a better impact player than starting or honestly at this point I think it would be better if we were to bring in uh, a number 12 um, player, yeah. or, or an 11 or something what about I know I know you're looking for a fullback <coughs> I know you touched on a good point there Blake uh, Jake Averillo but which brings us to our next guy Blake Wilson how do you think he'll go at fullback you think he's worth a try or I, look, to be honest, I, I my opinion is you don't want to throw a, a person who's just debuted into fullback, right? Because um, if, if you were to drop Perham and put Blake Wilson at fullback, it will it will cause some ripples in the team. It will cause a little bit of drama, and you, you don't want to do that. But if you were to drop Perham or swap them, right, Leave Perham, put Perham at centre, put Everlet at fullback and see what the combinations are like there, right, you, you're probably going to less likely cause as much friction. But if you were to drop Perham and then put Wilson at fullback, I think that can cause some friction and drama in the team and you sort of don't want to do that. I think you'll like this next one I'm going to point out. What about Josh Adokar? He's a live wire, he's quick, he'll definitely back fullback? up on the inside. Oh, he'll burn him. That's what I was thinking. He will absolutely burn him. He's decent <coughs> under the high ball. Imagine him linking up on the inside or the outside of, of your or whoever's looking to pass into a half a gap. He's going to burn those forwards around the middle. So I don't mind that, actually. I, I, I think, But he doesn't have good play. hands. You know, I think um, at one stage he was, when he was going to sign for Canberra or looking for a Sydney club, he was making noise about playing, wanting to play fullback. Yeah, so he well, was. Yeah. Give him the chance. Why doesn't somebody go up to him? Have they considered it? I hope they have because if they haven't, it's very silly of him. But he doesn't have great hands, though. You know how he can, you know how he run the sweep and just cut up ball. He's not really. He hasn't done much of those. Well, you know he's what? Capable of that. Um, training makes him better. If they put him at training to play that position, I'm sure he can improve his passing game. Yeah, but I just think in the sight of him linking around plays and then even jetting, you know, on the inside or outside of tired forwards, yeah. he's the quickest player in the game. He is. Forwards are going to more likely miss him than, say, Hayes Perham, for example. Well, look, Hayes Perham's very quick off the mark, um, and he, he's got good feet. Like, he, he's a good stepper. Quick off the mark, but you got Josh Shadow. Okay? you got the fastest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. The feel good. The fastest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Look, overall, And then you got Jake Averill, the second fastest man in the world. So, you got t- two good options there. Is Jake Averill 
the he's second very time. fast. He's very fast. Yeah, yeah once he gets going, very he's fast. very hard to stop. And, and that's what's size, exciting so, about him. Yeah. And he's got size. He's, he's got, got the passing too. game. I mean, he, he he's got the kicking game, so he can even support, um, you know, Oloapu Burden, um, you know, in, in taking those kicks yeah, or putting good. in some grubbers. I, 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 the thing is, I think that Perham is Seraldo's experiment, and Seraldo isn't going to give up on Perham that easily. That's my honest opinion. Who do your doggies have this week? We're versing uh, the Titans. Ooh. Yeah. Up in the coast? No, so we're versing them uh, in Sydney yeah. at Accor Stadium. Oh, yeah. um, and I honestly, look, I think the dogs can what, win, what but it'll day? be very tough. Which day? Uh, it'll be on a Sunday at 2 p.m. Ooh, I might actually oh. uh, head up to a Canary game. Maybe we'll get, um, hopefully, the kennel TV happening. Yeah, that would be We did show. promise it last time. <laughs> so. We did. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm, I'm sort of I'm, I'm, I'm sort of disappointed um, in the team. Um, you know, I expected some improvement, but we went in and there was, you know, by half time, I was just putting it was. My hair look, out. I'm not going to disagree. It was a subdued performance. I subdued is being that, very polite. It was a shit performance. They were back at home. Let's just be honest, if it was a shit. They were back at home. Um, you know, they played camera the previous week. They didn't play to their ability, but they could have stolen the game. I thought, okay, they'll probably turn up this time. That was. Um, I feel, and no. I, I also feel like some of our players are playing busted. Like I think Max King is still injured. I do think Max King is playing injured, and I do think Kiraz is not a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh no, Kiraz. we know no, Kiraz, Kiraz is not hundred percent. Yeah. Kiraz is definitely not. And he's still playing. They've had about eight days to recover now. The game was yeah, on so Saturday, yeah, so it's days. a bit of recovery. So no, Friday, so we nine days. Yeah, there so you go. That's nine good. days. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's so a good I, recovery. I think we should we should be a bit better this week. Um, but I still think you guys will lose. I think Titans is just on another. Well, level the thing time. is, the Titans have good de- attack but poor defense. I'm going to go Canterbury to win this one. Oh wow! Yeah, I am. Is that why because you're into the game? You think Canterbury is going to win? I'm going to go Canterbury. Yeah. I actually think Titans are a dreadful side. But they're up and down, though. No, they're dreadful. They don't even deserve to win against... A few of those games, they don't even deserve to win. But I mean, they're they're good in attack. They're very good in attack. They're scoring an average of something like 22, 24 points. It's it's not a bad... And the thing is, right now, our our defense is shot. We can't defend for our lives. Like, no matter what we do, we just can't defend. Like some of those Warriors tries, that Adam, that Adam Fenua Blake uh, try, that shouldn't. That like, was so easy. How, how did we? Can you tell me how easy that was? That was us down, Josh Reynolds. Uh, he just got the boy and went straight in the middle, and and he was just cruising it like he was playing A grade footy. But I, I'll tell you, look, there are some he positives. Scored against no offense, last dogs. Time. A grade footy is. The, 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 there were some positives, I, I think, out of that game though. I'll yeah. tell you, Blake Wilson, great debut. He played yeah, he well. 190 meters or something. You know, made 16 runs, made, had a line break. I thought he played very well. Harrison Edwards continues to improve week on week, and I think he is he he's a mainstay at lock. He has a very very good passing game, and he plays on average he's playing about sixty eight minutes, right? Oh, sixty five to sixty eight oh, minutes. Right. He's making a lot of meters. I like him there at lock more than I like Raymond Fatala Mariner. As I say, I, like Raymond Fatala Mariner should be on his last chance. Yeah, right. Good. If he doesn't improve drastically, I think that we should start really. For next year, blooding some people because it, the, the way I'm looking at it is Raymond Fatale Mariner is not um, he's not excelling in defence, he's not excelling in attack, mm. he's not excelling um, in 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 passing. He's got he's not linking up with his edges. He's taking mm. runs that aren't really um, th- that don't make. He has no no real post contact meters. Um, so it's 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 he's sort of being a, a, a blocker now as, as opposed to an enabler. Like he's not helping yeah. his edges. Like you look at Preston for example. I mean, the guy's going from strength to strength every week. And even when we have poor games, Preston still plays to his absolute top best ability. Mm. Right. He's he's unbelievable. And I can't believe, you know, 
we are able to uncover him and he, he's playing really well. Um, you know, uh, Jacob Kiraz, uh, Averillo, you know, they, they're playing great. Should um, dogs start looking at the reserve grades and bringing some boys that, That's my point. We should. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I, honestly, I think if Perham has another shocker, it'll be very hard for Seraldo to justify having him there at fullback when we do have other options. There's a lot of options there. Yeah, yeah even if you wanted mm-hmm. to try, uh, you know, a Josh Papali from uh, from reserve grade, he's, he's playing really good. Um, it, it's just something needs to be done. And it's a change. You find... Uh, what you find is the the positions that are supposed to be the most creative and the most attack oriented for the Bulldogs aren't. And you look at how much work Reed Mine is trying to do. Like he's kicked four or five, you know, um, 40 20s already, the most in the competition. People don't do that in, in their whole career. He's oh, already great. done it in, in, in you know, four, 11 games. Um, the amount he's had to do defensively in attack, um, the amount he has to do as captain, there's just too much on his shoulders. Um, and I, I know it's still we have not even halfway through the halfway through the um, the season. But if we don't win this week against the Titans, it will be halfway through the season, and we will only have four wins, and we could pretty much write finals off at that point. Yeah, I agree. Um, you don't want to be you know halfway through the season thinking, oh, mathematically we might be able to make it. No, you want to earn your stripes and get to the get to the finals on the back of your. Um, Do you still believe they'll make top eight? Like you're honestly lengthening opinion. every day. I still day. don't see it. I honestly don't see it's it. It's lengthening every it's getting, day. Look, the, the, here's the thing. It's getting harder and harder every week. It is. If yeah. we win this round and then we we go into a bye, we'll, we will go with four, four points. points, right? Yeah. And then we come back refreshed after a bye. Would have, we would have had something like 13 days off um, and we're ready to start all over again. Uh, Luke Thompson gets, starts to get close to coming back. Some of the boys playing with those niggles start to, you know, uh, yeah. doing a little bit more rehab. We can start playing that good footy again. We can sort out our halves. I think we can, and and Carl Aloapu now starting. I think should be said. Sh- it should be said to him, go out and play your natural game. Mm. He uh, will. He you will. know what I mean. I, I don't. I don't want to see Burton telling him thirteen days off. Wow. You know, stay back. You know, I don't that's want- good. Let's hope they don't go Bali. <laughs> well, Newcastle came back and won, <laughs> and they smashed it. So they did. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Like, and Ponga had a day out. So yeah, um, a long one. <laughs> so that, that's what I think. Um, you know, th- that's what I'm hoping for. Um, I-, I think if we can gel defensively, we can win. Yeah. That's what I think. If we can defend consistently f- against the Titans, we will win. Yeah. But if we come b- if we come out with the same attitude that we have the last two weeks, I reckon they'll, I don't put, think you- I reckon they'll put 30 on us easily. Because they're a good attacking side. It's just defensively where they Off struggle. Off tip Canterbury, so that better not be the case. <laughs> Unless they win. I think Titans plus 13. Wow, that bad, eh? Yeah, yeah, well, you never do doggies anyway because you never watch the games. No, (laughs) that's what people say. (laughs) You know how many comments there are. Does Brennan watch the games? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but that's it. What what, what are your thoughts? Do you think think if the dogs can defend, they can win? I think dogs will win by eight points. So, I think Canterbury are going to be too strong at home. They want to do it for their fans. They're going to play with some punch. The Fox is back. The Titans are going to go missing. Their forwards aren't going to rock up, so they're going to get, have stage fright. It sounds yeah. believable what you're saying, but honestly, I just think because they've had a few, a few games this year, <coughs> Titans should have won. They did have stage fright, so their forwards oh, didn't even rock. The Dolphins, eh? They were up by 20. no, even against the Dragons at Cogra. Like I didn't even see Tana Famasuli and um, David Fafita the whole game. They weren't sighted. Yeah, and it's it, they got it in them. I just want to see TPJ come out and tear in. Oh. Tavita Pengai Jr. needs to like the thing is he's averaging about a hundred meters a game, which honestly like if he's not playing a whole game either. He's playing what 40, half forty four oh, minutes. Yeah. That's why it's about half a game. Is that he's playing? Oh, wow. He's good as an impact player, but give him about fifty to sixty minutes, maybe about sixty minutes. I reckon they've got to manage his time better. Yeah. 
Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, all right, so that's, uh, that was quite disappointing to discuss. Uh, it's a bit heartbreaking at the moment for us because we, we expect better as Doggies fans, but yeah. we're not getting it, but he's to hoping. Um, now, on to State of Origin, guys. Uh, I cannot wait. State of Origin Game 1, May 31st. I am honestly just counting down the days until it happens. I want to start off. Who is the pairing? It's a good question. Who is the pairing? Is it Nico Hines? Is it Jerome Luai? I just, I don't know who they're going to choose. I honestly think Jerome Luai after his performance. Well, Penrith. I think, oh, sorry, uh, Roosters. I think Freddie was making some comments about Jerome. He was making some positive comments. I can't remember exactly what the comments were, but it was that game that Penrith shellacked the Roosters. Yeah. And it made me take note and think, oh, I think Fred has got him in his team still. Yeah. What so, did he say? I can't remember, but he was saying something about Jerome is the best at this. I think. Because he commentated that game and he was he just did. saying He's, Jerome this, Jerome that. Yeah, and he Jerome commentated this, this one point. But Jerome Luai did have a good game against the Roosters. Absolutely oh, killed, killed it. it. And I feel, yeah, but oh. when I heard Freddie making this one comment. I watched comment, that game, everyone who's just wondering, I watched the whole, the whole game. And I thought, 80 yeah, minutes? The whole 80 minutes. I think, I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think uh, Jerome will be Freddie's go-to for the first game. But if he doesn't perform, he probably will go for Nico. Because, you know, if they don't win that first game, he's going to look for some sort of inspiration. So then my question is, because I wouldn't I wouldn't change the pairing of- oh, I'm going, I, I prefer Loi and- um, But either way, I'm a Queensland- at this time. I'm a Queensland fan, so it doesn't really matter what you guys choose. We'll Just remember, <laughs> he's one of those born in New South Wales, bred in New South Wales, but supports <laughs> no. Queensland wankers, one of those types. mistaken identity. He's got no idea who he's supporting. <laughs> identity crisis. It doesn't really matter who you guys choose. Our pairing's already ready. Uh, honestly, uh, you don't join in then. Um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, look, I don't, I, I don't want to- um, I think that they make a good combination. I do think that Luai, though, can go missing. That's my one my yeah, one right. thing. Luai goes missing when there's pressure to perform. So does Cleary, to be honest, in, certain, in, in origin anyway. In club games, grand finals, Cleary's the best. But in origin, I find over the last couple of years, he has gone a little oh, bit I'm, missing. I'm actually more concerned about who's going to be New South Wales forwards than more than the halves. Because you'll get, well, you know... And God forbid, but, you know, if he ends up on the bench, which I wouldn't be surprised if he does get put on, but you got Payne Haas, who should be one, one of your starting front rollers. He, he, will, be. he will be starting. Who's going to be pairing him as the other intimidator? Does, I mean, does, looking at Clemmer. He's an intimidator. I would have loved to see TPJ play Origin, but he's come late into the season. His form's been patchy. Yeah, he'd be great for State of Origin. He'd be great off the he's bench. He's made for those yeah, sort of yeah, games, yeah. whether he, starting or on the bench. But he's not proving himself. I don't, That's the problem. I don't see Junior Barlow as an intimidator. I don't see him as a starter. He's but a big boy. Origin he, pace is quite quick. Um, I, I, I still he, probably have him on the bench. but it will be there. And he worked great off the bench a few years ago, I think. You know, I wouldn't mind Clemmer starting because he does. he's a Clemmer passionate starting? South Welshman. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I would love him to have him because when he played, he performed. I think the Saifidi brothers. Like yeah, him. look, I wouldn't say no to Jay, D- uh, David. Daniel? Yeah, it's Daniel, sorry, yeah, not Daniel. Jacob. Daniel? Daniel or Jacob. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to them. They do come out firing. Then every time they've played Origin, both of them, they've played they've very, strong. very well. And they do have a go at the opposition, yeah. so a bit of intimidators. They but are, they're firing. I'd players. have Haas and one of them starting. That's actually a good one. And the other and maybe Palo and... Yeah. Maybe yeah. Clemmer in down the bench, probably. Oh, oh, that. And I'd have probably Coruscant as the other hooker because Coruscant. Origin. It, it's it, Origins. I don't. I don't see someone. I don't see a hooker playing all of Origin anymore. 
I mean, Queensland cool. used two, New South Wales used two. It's such a quite quick pace game. You need your ruck, ruck speed to stay up there. Do you reckon they'll choose Turbo after his injuries? He's not I think I right. think the longer he takes to get his body right and back into form, the odds of choosing him for that first game is lengthening. I mean, Campbell Graham's been defensively brilliant this year, attacking-wise. I think he's a top try scorer. Mm. It is very hard to ignore because he has been very safe this year and very, very, when I mean safe, in attack and in defence, and he's been dynamic in attack. He has been. So do you have Fox on one of the wings? Oh, definitely. I would have that pocket rocket on my wing all the time. I think it depends on this game on Sunday. Nah, regardless. He's one of those guys that even if he didn't play for six weeks and then came back one or two Still weeks for origin, he's in my side. That's what it is. He's on the wing. If he was, if he was a Queenslander, I reckon by now he would have played about 30 state of origins. He hasn't been around for 10 years, has he? But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He, yeah. He's the type of player... That's I can't believe he missed out last year. I, I st- for me, that, that still boggles my mind. Mm. He's like, about to break the New South Wales try scoring record as well. And they didn't choose, regardless. And he was playing well for Canterbury. He, 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 in a well beaten side, he was still he got pulling tries up tries, last year. He saving got 16 tries. 16 tries last year in a team that only won five games. I, I, I that was a mind boggling decision. Oh, I'm going to choose Tupou for the high ball. Well, lo and behold. Tupel was getting outleaped by his opposition Queenslander, yeah. mm. and he blew a few tries and yeah. cost us a few tries in defence as well. Yeah. So, I, I think I think Freddie's up there when it comes to coaching decisions. He's up there with um, Laurie Daly. No, our mate uh, Anthony Griffin. There was some things you could see that he wasn't calling, and yeah, we'll get to that. Common anyway. sense, I think, but some of it, yeah. I, I, like I, for me, I would have um, I would have uh, RP starting at hooker. Or I'd have him on the bench, maybe. I'd have Cook on the bench because I think that he provides that explosiveness when the forwards are tired. The way he runs around and runs through, he's got that speed. I think he he would be better attacking a tired defence, whereas you let Arpi do the creativity and the the defensive work because he's so strong defensively. Mm. Uh, So I think I would have Arpi starting with Cook on the bench. Um, I would have Tyson Frizzell in my se- in my second row. So I would have Frizzell. Frizzell. We got Frizz back in the front. Oh, absolutely. Have you seen how we've been playing for for the night? Yeah, yeah, he's been playing yeah. great. He's, he's always been, been that dynamic. Very, I just very thought well. they just didn't choose him anymore. No, I just they haven't chosen him for what two I, I, years. I wouldn't have Angus Crichton in the team. No. He needs more time. I, I realise he's going to need more time. Yeah. It might come into the frame for the second or third game. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you have Frizzell, uh, Graham. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, what about any bolters? Um, would you cho- choose Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo back in there and um, Cam Murray? Honestly, I would have Liam Martin on the bench. I wouldn't mind Liam Martin on the what bench. What about your Canberra bolter? Hudson Young, Young yeah. I think he'll do a great job. But, oh, yeah. but, but. Oh, wait, we've got a few others. Ola Kawatu. I, I was about to say. And what about, where's Kalamatangi? Do you choose him? Kalamatangi is injured. He's injured. Yeah. Oh, what a loss. But would you have, would you have uh, Hudson Young over, over Ola Kawatu? I think Olakwatu is. Can we have them both? One on the bench and one starting, or nah. both on the bench? I think you start Frizzell. Um, you start Frizzell and uh, who's the uh, the Rabbitohs captain? Cameron Cam- Murray. Cam Murray. Cam Murray and Isaiah Yo in the second row. You have Olakwatu. Um, you have uh, uh, Junior Junior Balmer, you know David Klemmer, and uh, and Damien Cook. I just find I don't know if you correct, but. Don't you find we kind of like lack one hard-running second row with both Cam Murray and Isaiah both starting? Don't you find they're both like similar sort of players? Yeah, they're, they're really hard, workers. hard workers. Hard workers. Yeah. I find that Cam Murray probably is more a bit more dynamic. Mm. 
But I just feel like you got two of those sort of players. Can one of them be on the bench? Would you start Olukawatu then? Bloody oath. I need a hard-running edge second round. What about Liam Martin? Liam Martin's a hard-running hard second round. Not, well, not, not as near as Olukawatu, but yeah, he's a solid player. I don't know. You guys player. underestimate Liam Martin. I think Liam I just Martin's feel, really good. I feel good. like he's good in defence, but he lacks in attack. No, does, I, think yeah. he's, I think he can be really he, I think he's like, I think He'll probably give you about 80, 90 metres in attack. Mr. Wells is not as strong as Queensland at the moment. I I'm so. worried because I'm looking at Queensland's side. <laughs> you can just bloody hell. It's just something else. It's though. like who's going to be? It's like you're debating now who's going to be starting fullback. That's how. So my question is then: Is Brian Toto an automatic selection on that other wing? Yeah, I'd have yeah, to. Absolutely, I yeah. Have Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Brian's another forward. He's strong. Yeah, he is. Like a forward on the wing. I'm not denying how great he is. Yeah, I'm not denying how great he is at all. I'm just saying. Is he an automatic selection? Yeah, he yeah. Is. He's form yeah. warrants. I'm not saying he shouldn't be selected. I'm yeah. It's just asking the question like, no, everyone's talking about that left wing, but no one's sort of talking about the right wing. I'm yeah. just asking. Uh, that because, you know why? It's just that what happened and eventuated last year, you know, how the hell do you not choose him for all three games? Not one, not two, but three games when he was available. So no, I'm talking oh, about Josh had a car. And, you know, there was a case to choose him after the first game. No, I agree. I, I'm, I'm there was a massive case. And then he didn't get chosen. They won the second, okay. But, I mean, there was still a case to choose him after the second game even. And then the third game just still signs. What if the Desco comes out and has a poor game? This week? No, you know, honestly, do you honestly think Teddy would be your best fullback option? For me, it's never been. I always, I I'd always thought Latrell yeah, or, thought or Latrell. Turbo Tom were better Turbo, fullbacks yeah. than he was. Still do now. I actually think Latrell right now is, I know we've got some great fullbacks in the game, but I think Latrell's the form fullback of the competition. Right now, his stats are killing. I've always thought Teddy's your same type of player. Kick returns are great. He's got a, He's a good runner. Um, he breaks tackles. He runs from dummy half. But he, he has, backs up. He has, he but has that's about it. I don't. I don't see any other dimensions. And I think they've started to read him and his like read his style. And he's kind of like starting to slow down. I find but, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, uh, and the, th the other thing is, I think that Latrell brings that aggression. And Latrell brings a ball playing dimension it as well. But he's it just does. got that aggression. He's, he's got, got that. He's the X factor. That that get out of my way. I'm the best. I'm gonna win. Like, I'm the X factor. That's what I love. Even when playing the ball, he's still rough. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, really I, I like that. It. And yeah. you have him, and then you have you know Fox on the left outside him. You've got Toto on his outside. Then you've and got know, Turbo and Graham in the middle. Yeah, and he and he and look what he's doing for South. But even if we go back four and five years ago. He saw a young Latrell, very young, early 20s. That first um, one against Melbourne when they won the grand final, he monstered his opponents. Oh, absolutely. And they, they tore Melbourne apart. Yeah. And then the following year against Canberra, he was the difference between the sides. He got he got the Roosters home yeah, in the yeah. end. Um, even in a tight game, he's going to get you home. And he's done that for South quite a bit this year, quite a bit the last few years. Mm. Um, ever since the Roosters lost him, they haven't been the same either. So for me, Latrell's your X factor. I mean, he's going to be in the centres. He's still going to be the X factor. New South Wales missed him last year. I think New South Wales. If we had Tom and Latrell last year, we'd win. That's why a lot of people are saying, "Oh, do you still choose Tom?" I think Tom is like Toto. He they, has to be in the yeah. team. Everyone watches them too. Teddy gets more space and time. The forwards do. The backs do. Um, I reckon if you have those two players back, I reckon Latrell. Uh, sorry, I just hope Teddy Turbo will kill it. Good. I really want to see him in that side, but Turbo. Yeah, but, he'll be there. Center. See, my my problem is a, a lot again. of the team. A lot yeah. of the a lot of the guys are predicting. Um, Crichton at wing, like Fox Sports is saying Crichton on the wing. No, that's what happens when you got um, your fanboys and your ex players on the panel, like jobs for mates such as Brandy Alexander. <laughs> every game, every episode, he is literally 
pissing in Penrith's pocket. Yeah, it's like no other side exists besides them. Of course. It reminds me of Sterlo on Channel 9 back in the day. <laughs> any power player got to put forward. So naturally, Brandy's going to put any Penrith player forward. He's one of their favourite sons. He loves the club. Crichton be in the top 23, and I don't think he'd be. I mean, I'm and, sure, and you know, Stephen so. Crichton at centre wouldn't let you down, but I'm just thinking. But he's been poor. And he wouldn't let you down on. No, he's been all right. No, all last right. year he played, I think he played centre last year. He didn't do much, but he, he wouldn't let you down on the wing either. But I just think you got your line up set. Dotto, um, Turbo, I'm oh, sorry, Dotto and Josh Adokar, and then Ho- Latrell and hopefully Turbo in the centres. He comes good this week. And I know he'll go with Teddy at fullback, so that's your five. You've got and I got my halves as Luai and and Cleary. Oh, so you got Luai? Yeah, I do, of course. Yeah. I don't think I didn't see it changing unless nothing happens in that first game. Then Nico and look, I wouldn't be sorry if Nico gets put in the seventeen. I think it'd be eighteen man, Nico. Yeah, but I prefer Appy and um, Cook, Cook to yeah. rotate. I need yeah. one of them on the bench, and then I need three forwards. I don't need a back on the be- on the bench. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, three yeah, forwards. Yeah, yeah. I don't need because um, if something happens to one of the backs, then Appy will have to play the nine, uh, the whole eighty. And Damien Cook can slot in that wing or, or, or the or the centre position because mm. he defends well and he's probably in the top 10 still fastest players but in the game. But if you have someone like Frizzell on the bench... Frizzell could play in the centre. Yeah, Frizzell could play in centres. Um, yeah, he can, he can prop, second row. Yeah, you know, he has played prop yeah. before. Yeah. And he was very effective That's as well. That's what I mean. Like, if you have someone like him, even Hudson Young could potentially play wing and things like that. Sorry, uh, centre. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. very capable. Um, so, like... I think I think the starting front row should be Payne Haas and Junior I, Bolo. I right? don't want to see Payne Haas playing 80 minutes. I'd rather have him playing about 60, <coughs> He won't play 80 minutes. Yeah, he won't play I need minutes. The, we so, need the impact. Like, Junior Bolo and Payne Haas. Junior Bolo and Payne Haas, the yep. starting props. I think the starting second row and lock, it should be... Uh, it should be... Um, um, Angus Crichton? No, not Angus Crichton. Uh, I would have Isaiah Yeo at 13. I would have Cam- Cameron Money Murray at 12. Yep. And potentially Alokawatu at 11. Right, I would have Olakowatu at limit or Tyson Frizzell. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have two props on the bench, my third guy is gonna be a second row. Or uh, honestly, I'd rather see Cam Murray or Isaiah sit on the bench, one of them, and I'd have Olakowatu as the other starting second row. So one of them will have to slot out lock between Isaiah and Cam Murray. Mm. The other sits on the bench. They will get game time limited. So who else would you have then? I'll have Frizz and and Olakowatu uh, as he's starting. And uh, honestly, I'm actually leaning to Cam Murray as he's starting lock. As I yo. Or otherwise, if you want Cam Murray to fill in in the second row, then I'd have Isaiah Yo. I don't, I don't like I don't like too much change. That's more on the street. I just think they're two similar players. You need more of a conventional I, running I, second I, row. I'm with you, but I would leave Isaiah Yo at 13. I would have Olakowatu and Frizzell. Because, uh, look, a lot of the teams, a lot of the predicted teams, they have Liam Martin at 12, Cam Murray at 11, and Isaiah Yo at 13. Well, a lot of the predicted teams are coming from probably Penrith former players. Or no, 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 no. no. They, they, there's a lot of different um, uh, a lot of different um, people out Honestly, there. Honestly, Freddie should make the tough call. I, I don't think he should be in a 17. Yeah. He hasn't been crashed hard this year. Liam Martin. We've lost the series last year. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't think Liam Freddie's Martin... Freddie's just got to pull up his socks and say, hey... I don't. Soft. I don't think Liam Martin's been better than uh, than Frizzell you know or I don't, like, I don't like how Brandy's got too much of an influence on choosing his side. But he's a selector, so of course he's going to have influence. But he just seems to go, you mm. know, players from his club. That no, we know bro, they, they've better been the best team for the last four years. Yeah, but there's be better players for that position at other clubs. Like honestly, if you can't make what about Delphinuken? No, I don't see him. You know what? He would never let you down. Yeah. But he's not the Has crash. He, he's not the crash hot. Forward. He played. You know what? He's played brilliant at Orange. <clears throat> Every time he played, how good was he? He's strong. He's, he's all right. Strong, yeah. He's all right. 
I thought he was dynamic, he's and he played right. prop as well. Like mm. even for the Sharks, he's like he's not he's not bad by any stretch, but I don't think he's like he's one of those dynamic second roles that. Can you- I just point out uh, one that Canterbury let get away? He was at Basil High, I think. Dale Finucan? Yeah. Ah, oh, I mean, he went to a, a Basil High school. He didn't get any sports. Oh, no, he, he he's a country boy. No, but he, he went to Basil High. Dale Finucan. Dale Finucan. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. But Canterbury a lot of let him go. A lot of people are also saying. You know, Jake Trebojevic will be back by then and he should be. No, uh, no. no, please do not choose someone that has the impact as much as what Pancakes would have on the honestly, field. Honestly, I don't think, uh, I don't I don't think, think he's played. I hope he's not there. He's ridiculous. Jeez. I don't think he's he's deserving, but that's He's just, just been softened up. He's not the same player he was about four or five years ago. No, he's, he's honestly not. been softened up. But oh, I think I, I think the Queensland team will be excellent. Uh, we'll um uh, oh, they're going to be scary. Just, excellent. I just hope they don't I rock reckon up. our second team will be you I guys. just hope they can- <laughs> I, I just hope Queensland- oh, Queensland to put a shut up. You, I just hope Queensland capitulate. Oh, human being. Queensland reserve side will be this guy. Bro, that's, that's like, that's like, I don't know, bro. Who's going to be the starting half of Queensland? Now we're there. Starting half? Yeah. We'll get the whole team? Uh, Kellen Ponga will be our fullback. Yeah, who's your halves? DCE? Uh-huh. DC, of course, yeah. He's yeah. still playing good, but I do see signs of slowing down as well. Who would be his partner? Munster. Uh, Munster. Munster. Bloody hell. Of course. See, there you go. I reckon you have Ben Hunt. That's the sort of players Tino. you want. Except people are trying to piss in Liam Martin's pocket, have him there, Isaiah. They're not intimidators. And you want your in-your-face sort of players, hard runners. Um, do, hang on. Do you put Caelan Ponga at fullback? He's yeah. incredible. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I he's, love he's brilliant in every yeah. single origin. Even on losing sides, yeah, he's, he's been absolutely yeah. spectacular. He reminds me of Trent Barrett. Trent Barrett never had a bad side of origin yeah. game. Um, times at club level, his form was ordinary. But in state of origin, he picked up quite a bit of man of the match. Our wingers are and um, I think we should choose that fullback of Redcliffe. What's his name? Hamiso? Hamiso. What about him at centre? Oh, yeah, that's another good option. No, you got Valentine Holmes. Got Valentine Holmes, yeah. He'll he was. Go He'll go wing. And uh, the guy, guy that never lets you down, uh, guy. Guy. he's still playing decent. Man. Yeah. And he's a beast at State of Origin. Yeah, you, but yeah. you, could, also, you, you could also have Xavier Coates on the other wing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've Xavier got a lot Coates. of selections. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Xavier Coates. Name these players. That's what I'm saying. Look, look at the depth they got. The only thing yeah. they might lack is if, say, DCE or um, what's his name again? I forgot his name already. Can you believe it? Cam Munster. Cam Munster go down. Who are, they? who are their backup ben Hunt. Besides ben, ben Hunt, who's probably better suited to hooker. You can have Ben Hunt at seven, right? Munster at six or DC at six. I think ben Hunt. Seven. You can even bring in Reed Miney as a backup I, hooker. I think Harry Grant or Ben, they'll be your hookers. They're yeah, Harry Grant is already a hooker. Yeah. Does Garrett, I think who will start though? Is Ben Hunt better off starting? Because if Harry ben Grant Hunt comes starts. on and okay. the right speed yeah, just yeah. goes up ben 10 notches. Munster and... Um, DCE. Well, to be honest, that's scary. For I, 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 this is hang scared. on. This is the problem that I have with state of origin discussion is is that we've been talking about the Blues now for the last what twenty minutes, and we have just as much, if not more, depth than the, than than Queensland does. But you don't like. But there's nothing in a lot of positions. There's nothing crash hot. Yeah, what's not crash hot? Yeah. Hang on. What's not crash hot? Like, do you have a? Does New South Wales have a monster? Hang on a second. We have a Cleary. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But no, 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 hang on. But can I point out? Do so you guys have a ponga? <laughs> before you go on, before you go on, can Cleary do what Munster does? Because Munster, you chuck him at fullback anyway, and he's damaged. No, no, control. that's not what I'm asking. I'm yeah. asking if yeah. you want to look at halves, yeah. right? We're arguing. We've got three, potentially four, if you look at Cody Walker, that could be there, Cody right? Walker. Yeah, but just to stop you there, 
You told me Cleary goes missing. Since when does has Munster gone missing? When the chips are down, Munster still shows up exactly. in a well bad side. And he's a New well South supporter. Wait, wait, is I'm, I'm only being self-critical. I'm <laughs> only being self-critical of my New but, South Wales team. But, but you're telling me we got a Cleary. I'm trying to tell you they got a Munster, and you're trying to put Cleary with Munster. And yeah. I'm trying to say that when you, you even point this out, when Cleary goes missing, he goes missing. Well. Munster, when does he ever go missing? In not a in world origin. Be- in not a, in origin. In a world-beaten site, in a world-beaten in Melbourne, he's never gone missing. He, he has gone recently missing. In, in what games? In the, in the last few games. Where was he with Brisbane? Against Brisbane, even though they won. They almost lost that game. But he controlled that whole game. I, I, to be honest, so, but look at the next him and his And him and his halves correlated well together. My, mm. my argument is that we have just as much depth as Queensland Cleary, does. Cleary's great, and I think you hit the nail on its head. When thing when the chips are down, Cleary can't pull anything out. Only in Origin, exactly. Only in Origin, that months I can still pull it no, out. I, but my argument is again, you're missing the point of my I argument. I'm saying that we have just as much depth in almost every single position. I'm not gonna lie, are you, we do. Uh, I just think on quality, yeah. Do they got some players that are made for the Origin arena. Do we have intimidators in your face, such as Tina Farmasuda? Is that the problem? Is that a selection problem, or is that an availability problem? I reckon it's a selection problem. That's my point. Yeah. I hate our selectors from the day dot. From my, back no, but that's my point. We have we have what Queensland has. We've just made really shit decisions. I, in, in, I, you know what? We have an car. You guys don't have a winger that matches up to Adokar. Of course not. And you but know what? You honest, know what? The, the, problem, the speed wise, yeah, yeah. You know no, what? No, not just speed. In terms of who Adokar is in Origin, bro, that guy plays like his life depends on it for Origin every single game. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. you look at, for example, Latrell. We have a Latrell in center. Mm. I think he should be playing fullback. I don't think that Tedesco should be fullback. You know, we got a nepotism problem in New South Wales. It's when it comes, it's who you know, who's your buddy on the on the coaching panel. Um, you know, who 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 do we have from our club on the coaching panel? Who used to play for our club on the poaching or selective panel? That's gonna. Um, be rooting for us. That's what I've always found the New South Wales selection panel. It's like they choose their own. It's look. It's not that they choose their own. I just think that we have. No, that's what it is. No, no, no. My my problem with New South Wales is that sometimes we change too often. This is why I say I want to, I want Loy to stay at six because here's what happens it, with Queensland. No matter how badly any of these players play. They get chosen again and again, and then they start proving themselves. Can out. I, can no, no, I let me finish. Let me finish, please. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish, right? Yeah. The minute a player starts playing very well, right, for uh, for their team, New South Wales already wants to get rid of Luai and bring, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Nico Hines in. I'm not saying Nico Hines isn't playing out of his skin. I'm not saying Nico Hines doesn't deserve to be there. I'm just saying that, th- that we have a good formula. We have a great team. We have great forwards, great second row. And I and I don't think Loi has been particularly bad. But Loi keeps getting a bad rap. And the thing is, I don't feel like New South Welsh men get behind Loi enough. And they want to dump him because, oh, we have a ready-made option. How do we know that Nico Hines is going to be able to translate that to state of origin? Stick behind the person who's so passionate when New South Wales wins. He's the most passionate. He's the most vocal. He's the most loud. He's a New South Welshman through and through. Let's stand behind him, right? That's that's what New or- Queensland does with all their players. You look at all their players and how that's consistent. Why we don't choose. Yeah, exactly. We don't choose players that want to play for the jersey because... 
our most successful period, State of Origin, was the 90s. Those guys, they bled for that jersey. Paul Harrigan, Paul Sirinan, Glenn Lazarus, Laurie Daly, yeah. Ricky Stewart, Bradley Clyde. Absolutely. Those sort of guys, yeah. they bled for the jersey. Are you telling me that he, that Luai doesn't bleed for the New South Wales jersey? Be of honest with me. Of course he does. As and I was gonna, support, and I'm honestly, backing you up on that. Don't you hate him as a Blues player? We do, we do. Honestly, him. every so Queensland player. Even that photo he looked Luai. over... Um, I think last year And you know what Josh Adokar Bleeds for that jersey um, as well Bro he does Yeah. You know what else Bleeds for that jersey Tom Trebojevic Of course he does Do you know what else Bleeds for that jersey yeah. Latrell Mitchell You know what else Bleeds for that jersey Elmo guys No, nah, <laughs> I'm being serious and, and you know what And that's what pisses me off about. You know what He does Because he does. after a loss You can't talk to him And that's how we should react You can't you I'll know. be calling him No but, but I mean and that's my problem. Like, everybody's like, okay, Nico Hines is playing well. I'm not denying how good Nico Hines is. But do you get rid of Luai and not stand by him all of a sudden because Nico Hines is playing well? We know that Luai can perform in the Blues. He's, he's Sometimes he's off, but the whole team has been off because of some other poor selections by uh, Bradley Fittler. But Luai is made for origin. Luai has the arrogance, has the confidence. He has his the support of his number seven, That's has the support of the rest of the team. Why do we continue going back and forth about this stuff? And you know what's disappointing? Fittler played in that era and he was center and focal of that era where they played for the Blues jersey because, you know, if he's not our greatest New South Wales player, he's just about. Yeah. And he was in that era where it was fiery, it was passionate, you know, and if he's not choosing his side... Yeah. Then he should tell you know he should be if he's got those outside voices choosing his side he should put his foot down and say I want to this is what the qualities I want to look for as he pointed out that they should be playing for that jersey yeah because honestly it hasn't been like that for about a decade and a half at the least so Jerome Luai and Cleary. I think the last time we had some players playing for the jersey on a consistent basis was that three period where Gould was the coach back to back and then Stewart came in. Yeah, that was the, that was literally the only sustained. Yeah, early, yeah the mid because Gould was the coach for the majority of the nineties with Ricky Short playing under him. Yeah. They know what you need out of your players. These boys will die for their jerseys. I remember when Luai and Jerome went at each other. Australia versus Samoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was they went. Jerome and who? Jerome versus uh, Cleary. They went at each other because um, they were. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see Cleary play more for that jersey because at this stage Luai puts him in his pocket. It does. I know Cleary goes out there and he. Gives it his usual great performance, just, whether it's a six or seven out of ten or a ten out of do, ten. Do you know who I always thought put his body on the line for that jersey? And it's a, it's a shame that he form dipped, honestly. And I hope he makes a comeback. Milford. David Clemmer, yeah, for the Blues. Yeah, that's that's spot on. Yeah. I, I don't know what the go is there. Why he fell out of favour? He's averaging a lot of meters per game. He always has. He, I just don't know why he, he, he fell out of favour. That last couple of years, of the night, I did think that his form was low, but. Um, he's gone back to the Tigers, and he's he, he's he's only missed one tackle all year. All year, he's only missed one tackle. His efficiency is at like ninety nine point nine. He's never been a bad defender. He's always been aggressive. He's a really good. Defender. He's aggressive when he puts that. But that's on. what I'm saying, right? He's got that. He's got that aggression. Um, and, and you look at, for example. I remember we had Paul Harrigan. He used to hate the Queen. I think you guys should have Aaron Woods in your guys' side. He used to pu- <laughs> honestly poor, poor Harrigan. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say this. Paul, poor Harrigan. The amount of times I saw him punch a hole into Martin Bella as growing up, I'll never forget that. He so, punched right. Martin Bella black and blue, yeah, and then yeah. he must have creamed Trevor Gilmeister in tackles. Yeah. But see and that everyone. That's all I want to see in this Blues team. I don't want to see this whole oh let's pick on form. Let's pick. Uh, get out of my face. 
stop making stupid changes. Pick players who, 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 you know what? They might not even be the best, but you know, if they go out there, they're going to give a hundred percent. But you know what? Sometimes he hasn't even picked based on form. Sometimes just been out of the blue. Yeah, like, like I don't know. This guy's playing yeah. decent. Yeah, like. Like I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like I think the two him not choosing Adokar last year typifies mm. just how poor of a like how poor of a coach. That's like fitness. playing. Yeah, it reminds you of some coach playing um, Lomax on the left hand. Oh, side. get over oh. hook. He's gone, bro. But that's that's it. And as soon as he's out of the way. But he's you know, what, right. let's not talk about the players. What about you guys' coaching staff and our coaching staff? Is they brought Billy Slater? Like, bro, Billy Slater. Whole few Melvin's ago, hoping he yeah. wants to coach. Bro, I was saying last week. I was saying a couple of weeks ago that there's something about. Queenslanders, why are they so intelligent? Like you look at Blues players, right, and Blues coaches, and they're all like ring and arming, and they can't really talk. They're not good at. The, but you look at all the mil- like the, the Queensland players. You look at Kalen Ponga. You look at Cameron Munster. You look at um. You look at Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, uh, Christian Welsh. All of these players, when they get on a microphone, they speak so eloquently. They're very intelligent. Thurston? Thurston's a joke. He can't speak for shit. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, St. George puts forward One Jack- of the best players ever, and my, he's going to be forever. Lockyer? Darren Lockyer? Oh, but he's got a shit voice. Bro, get your voice fix, Lockyer! <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what happened when he copped that. Yeah, that, to that, the elbow. Yeah. Ruined his voice box. He but, won't do the opera. Uh, yeah, yeah, like Billy Slater. <laughs> I think, I that's think how the Ben Hunt sounds. Honestly, I think the difference between the teams isn't even going to be the, the playing um, the, the playing roster. It's going to be the coaching. And Billy Slater is going to get over fit like again. That's I'll be honest with you, I underestimated him last year, but he came through. Me too. He came through strong. Me too. But Ruben Cotter, Ruben Cotter was Cam making Smith, like 250,000 meters a game. So How do you let Ruben Cotter make so many you meters? You got Cam Smith you? and Billy Slater, the focal points. Like, you know, you got Thirsto there, but wow, just those two alone. Incredible. You know what? Incredible. Uh, whilst you're on that, and you pointed out the good thing about how intelligent and well-presented these guys are, but when I listen to the Fox Sports or Fox NRL crew present and then I listen to the Channel 9 crew <clears> present, yeah. the most intelligent and aesthetic on camera I find are those two. Billy Smith. Oh, sorry. Billy, Billy Smith. Slater. Billy Slater and Cameron Smith. And don't forget Cooper Cronk with Fox Sports. Can I point out Cooper something Cronk? as well? Oh, He's amazing. Gosh, no, nah, please. Look, Cooper Cronk. I think He's not aesthetic those- on TV, sorry. He is, And man. he carries He's on. Great but remember, those boys, all of them. And he carries on. Was it 12 series in a row? Oh, bro. Go oh, watch sorry, the game. Bro. Get your numbers right. Get out of my face. You can't even get your numbers right. Was it 12 Pretend series? to support yeah, you were like, was it 12 What was that, sorry? Was it about 12 series in a row? Was I think it was eight in a row. Oh, sorry. Eight. Um, but I think it was 10 in 11 years all yeah, after. Wow. Yeah, wow. Um, so, that would have hurt for years. Um, yeah. Who, who, what are you guys calling? Who do you think is going to win the series this year? Be honest. Like what my heart or my brain says? Brain, like logically speaking. Oh, sorry, heart. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to go, for some reason, we don't seem to get dead rubbers anymore or we don't get a rather clean sweep anymore. So I'm going to go Queensland to, I wish I could see the selections from now to say, because mm. something told me he's still going to, Fitler's still going to screw up the selections. Yeah, he, he will. will. I reckon he will. So something tells me it's going to be, Queensland will get it right. Um, I'm going to have Queensland winning the series 2-1. That's just my brain saying it, but yeah. my heart says, "Come on, New South Wales, yeah, you got this. You. Come on, boys." Uh... Um, actually, this for some reason this year it seems like the the Blues are going in underdogs, and they are underdogs. And I honestly think the Blues will get it this year. I think oh, I think the Blues when they go in the underdog tag don't just lose; they get blown away. No, nah, but the thing as is- we found out in the eight in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we but if you look at um, 
our team this year and you look at the capability of the team this year, I don't think we'll get blown away. I actually think we'll win. We'll win uh, there is a lot of capability. Guys, it's just that some of his decisions at left field end up costing the team victory. Yeah, like last year, Sipa, last year Sipa Talakai, why the hell was he on the bench? Uh, I mean, I can't believe they lost that series. Yeah. Even in 2020, they lost the unlosable series. That was the series. unlosable series. That's, that's, just, like Cameron that's why I'm, they lose series Cameron they should Munster, never I lose. I bet you guys need some side. And you guys were way better. Than but just on that, they lose series they shouldn't lose. So after the, the two, losing two, Two out of the last three years where they should have probably been up to five in a row or six yeah, in a row now. 100%. I mean, what's changed? The guy still comes out of left field mm. and chooses selections that. Well, let's hope he's. Uh, let's hope he's. Well, I uh, think my team will clean sweep you guys easy. Nah, get out of here, bro. You're, nah, you're, honestly, the, do, but you're the master of calling rubbish. You know what I like <laughs> doing on <laughs> State of Origin night? You're the master. And I'll be watching. <laughs> can, I, can I point out something the NRL got right? Um, but what I like doing at NRL night is KFC, whether it's. Bucket or buckets yeah. or KFC goes so good on Wicked Wings. KFC sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been like that every night. I mean, Burger District sponsor us if you're watching. I know you got some great fried chicken. Yeah. Oh yeah, Burger um, chi- yeah. Burger well, District in right. Belmore, please. Yeah. So I think I think we should wrap wrap up the yeah. the, um, the state of origin discussion there. A free promo. <laughs> uh, I just want to say. Um, uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on uh, the the Anthony Griffin sacking from the Dragons. Can I point out something? Um, it was made a lot worse for him because some of those players in that team absolutely got no brains. They a lot of their playmake played a lot of the decisions on the field cost the Dragons probably three or four victories. In saying that, yes, he didn't need to go because also some of his team selections. Um, I mean, a 10-year-old could see that was something wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, Lomax, I think we called it from the first game we saw him play there. He's on the wrong side of the field. It took other people a few weeks to pick that up. And then literally you had probably 75% of the rugby league world, other fans calling for it. He's ineffective on the left. He's better off back on his right. Although Sully's been effective on the right, I think Sully was actually more effective on the left. He was just as effective anyway. Yeah, well, if not more. Yeah. You're right. You're not wrong. And then um, by I mean, little plays great but ends up on the bench and then out of the side. I couldn't understand yeah, that either. I, I don't know why. It must have been that maybe 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 Little was getting frustrated with I think the amount of time and um and it was more of a like a, an attitude thing towards maybe, yeah, Anthony maybe, Griffin yeah, as opposed but... to capability because like for for him to get rid of Embai. Uh, sorry to get rid of Little and keep and by there, but then have Jaden Sullivan on the bench or Look, on the team and only playing for ten minutes. Like what? What was going on? There? I didn't understand that Sullivan had he almost pulled a rabbit out of the hat for him against the Tigers when they had nothing going for him and got him that victory. Um, and then all of a sudden, twenty minutes against the Cowboys and then doesn't come back on. It wasn't even twenty minutes. Like, I'm just like let's just give him twenty for yeah. example, give him benefit of the doubt. And then you got the Finney twins. I mean, you got the one of the twins on the wing, and I love those boys, but. Um, the brother on the wings done nothing all year, and then this the other brother that came in the centers um, didn't play anything spectacular, and he's persevered. But hang on, we're not we're not talking about the team. I'm t- I'm talking to you about them getting rid of Anthony Griffin. Yeah, I'm just pointing out his selections because he's lacking speed, and Canterbury absolutely torched him. Do you remember? Was it um uh, your winger? What's his name? He's out injured at the moment. Um, um Burns. Yeah. Yeah. He was on one leg. Yeah, and he still almost saved and the try. Not just that, he outpaced the, he was outpacing literally the whole back line mm. on one leg. You got a winger in reserve gate called Alex Lobb, who's tall, who's quick, he finishes, and he's killing it in the reserves. He's twenty one. He's got a bit of size on him. 
I mean, why do the Finney twins get a run or, or for example, Tortomoga? No disrespect to Tortomoga. He's played great when he's played, but we need speed. You know, speed's a weapon. Hmm. It's irreplaceable. So he doesn't even get a look in. Can't believe how much Cody Ramsey is affecting your team, like not being there. Yeah, look, you can't just put it. But look, Griffin's gone. Um, they gave him ample time, I thought. Um, Ryan Carr's in there. Lo and behold, Embi's out of the side. Interim coach. His name's Ryan. Carr. Ryan Carr and Lomax is back in the team. Back on the uh, right side. Not Flanagan. <clears throat> no, Flanagan's at Manly now. Oh, he's at Manly. Pay attention, now. bro. Come on. Yeah, oh, and I don't. Sorry. I don't. I don't understand. Look, <laughs> I, I think look. Griffin right. had a bit of time to sign players. I don't understand Blake Laurie getting signed to a three or four year contract. This I would have went after someone like Fido Waker from Gold Coast and offered him a bit of overs. He's someone that's going to bend your line. He's got intimidation. Um, he's got a bit of starch on him. Well, Embi isn't even in the team this week. I'm that's just, that's I, how far Ryan Carr's taken I'm it. just exactly, yeah, that's what I pointed that's out. And Lomax is back in on the right. And Little starting at hooker. There you go. That's a good side. You know, and, and Sullivan's on the bench. Yeah, look, I'll take him still there. I mean, he'll come on. He can slot in in the halves. Little will get a stint. Yeah. I find Dragons boring. Sorry. Just- uh, there's nothing wrong with what you're saying because yeah. they have played boring. There's yeah. nothing. I mean, Ben Hunt hasn't shined either. I know he's stuck up for his good mate, but Griffin, and that's wins. admirable. But yeah. honestly, um, Stick up for your club, mate. Stop yeah. saying, oh, if the, you who's having threats, if the coach goes, I goes, I don't want to start again. The club pays your bills, not the coach. He's had it almost three years. The club actually, um, it's a numbers game. Success is everything. And look, and if he wants to go, I, I, and I'll say the same thing to any Bulldogs um, player that you know threatens the club or holds the club a ransom. If you want to go, goodbye. In other words, um, almost saying, look, Ben, if you want to go, can we have you? Because we do need that Spot great on. half. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> that was actually a good way of putting Spot it. On. <laughs> but look, um, yeah, look, he's just got to pull up, Ben. Um, one finals appearance in six seasons. They've played overs. They've made him the captain. Um, they've made him, you know, centre um, of the club. He's shined for Queensland. He's shined for Australia. That's where he's earned his um, rep honours. Um, you know, the club really wants you. They want you to be their main man. So, and he's carried them on their back. You know, so think of the club, fair, think of the fans. He's, he's carried the I'm not going to deny that, but, he, you know, if he's going to think that the club owes him, the club's got him there for a reason. But if he thinks the club's going to owe him because, you know, it's my mate. Club owes no one anything. Is, you know. But th- th- So who do you think should take over then? Look, um, the three candidates they are talking about, which I believe is Jason Riles and Ben Hornby and Dean Young and... Great players. I mean, I love Ben Hornby, um, but honestly, on those three candidates and based on um, earning their stripes and um, the resumes, I'd go Jason Riles. Okay, I, w- I wouldn't go first year coach. I I, I, I'm just saying, based on what's been, no, no, what I've I'm heard. with you. I'm with you, but for a Dragons team that has so many issues, I think you need an experienced you campaigner know, to get in there yeah. and and make some real changes. I'm not going to lie to you. If Hasler and Flanagan are both in the in the, in the frame still. Yeah. I would go Shane Flanagan. I'll explain why, and I love Des, and I think he's great. But Shane Flanagan, do you remember when he came into Cronulla? They had got the spoon. He built them from top the ground, to bottom. Yeah, yeah. And I was there. In- including the peptides. You know, he got, but okay, let's just put that. But they got it, like, okay, and the salary caps, yeah, okay. But they won a premiership, but he built a good roster. He actually built up a good roster. And ever since then, they still are competitive based I was on actually that roster. There. I did no, like no, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, I think Shane Flanagan's a good coach. And I don't say no to Des, but I'm, the only reason why I said Jason Riles is I'm hearing it's between these three candidates, you know, and 
I'm, I agree with you. I don't want a first you one, but if that's what we're going with, I think they should look at that. I'd take Riles out of the three. Yeah, I would take Riles as but well. But Flanagan is my pick for the reasons I've just given. I don't think you know this guy. I, uh, what about this guy that you know? I, he, I think he coached you when you were young during the young days. What do you think of him? Who? Darren Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Maroon was a good player back in his days, a good coach. Um, is he motivated to coach reserves or first? Oh, I can only tell that guy is so hyped to coach, but I don't think he'll even get there. He was a good player. But, I mean, he played first grade. Yeah, he did. He played 60 games. Oh, no, 100 games, I think he said. He was good enough to play even 20 games. And he coached Lebanon? Grade. Well, there you go. He's, yeah. you know, um, he still coaches some sort of semi-professional side. So, nah, but look, I'm sure Darren's not motivated. Uh, if he wanted to go that way, he would have went it there about I, 20 years ago. So. I, honestly, I don't think... I, I don't think that the Dragons need someone to come in there and and have a list of demands that the Dragons must listen. Yeah. Like I need, like I need to be given salary cap time. I need to be given um, access to uh, to these facilities. I need to be given time to build my own team. I should be able to let this person go. That like he needs to have a certain set of conditions. Whoever the coach is, before he goes in there and gives his time. That's my honest. Oh, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent. Because if he comes in with the same shackles that Anthony yeah, Griffin I, had, he won't. They won't get anywhere. I think he hit the nail on the head. Um, but unfortunately, Irizin, as again, I'll reconfirm, is Jason Riles, is because it seems like they're the three names they've only put forward. It seems like Flano and Des are just gone Dude, into yeah, the background. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, are they looking for a 10 or 15-year coach? So are the Dragons going to say, look, you got two or three years to turn around the results? Yes. Is that what they're going down now, down that path? They're doing similar to what Canberra's done? But if they have a holistic approach, then I think it's good. Mm. But I don't know if the Dragons and the infighting is going to let them have such a wide-ranging... I, I don't think it's infighting. I think it's just <laughs> substandard directors, really. What yeah, well, I mean, what, what, whatever... It's like the, they're West Tigers. Whatever the case may be, right? Whatever, no- whatever the case may be, are they going to give this coach, say, a five-year timeline to change it around? Well, I think they're looking for a 10- or 15-year coach at this yeah, stage. Long- so that's what the Roosters did. It worked well for them. That's what Penrith have done. Yeah, but after this change, are you going to give this new coach 10 years... No, right. no, no. I'm saying they're looking for a coach that's going to be there 10 or 15 yeah, years. Yeah, I know. But I, know. I think they're looking to give him, look, we'll give you, we're going to look to have you here with the aim of 10 or 15 years. You're still younger, about 40 years old. I think I think they need an outsider. I don't think they need someone that's been in the Dragon system. They need an outsider. That's what I think. They need to bring someone in with fresh ideas and someone who's going to go in there and literally go scorched earth on that, this. That's team. what Jason Riles is. But Jason Riles is was a Dragons player. He's he's Jason Riles was a Dragons player 15 years ago, about oh, six enough. or seven coaches ago, about three administrations yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he to me that's he's an outsider. Point. He's never coached at the club. He's, that's a good point. No one at the club personally knows him. Like. That's Nobody at the club now was there when he was there, besides probably um, Aust Doust. That's a hit of message, but yeah. Oh, my God, Aust Doust. Um, I remember that 20 yeah, years ago. Um, just another thing. Yeah, he's an outsider. I'll tell you why. Because you're hitting the right points because he's coached at a successful Melbourne side. He knows what success is. He's coached at a successful Roosters side. He knows what success is there. He's been to English rugby as well. I think he's been to Australian rugby. Well, he's seen the whole setup. He's been around, seeing it all. You know, yeah. I've got the personal opinion forwards make better coaches than backs. Yeah, you've mentioned it before on the podcast. And I'll just well. keep reiterating it. Riles is about <clears throat> six foot four, six foot five. So if somebody like uh, Jack Bird wants to stand in his face, <laughs> I'd like to see him try. No, I, th- I think I think um, I think Jason Riles. Out of the three, I think Dean Young is the worst option. 
I, I, I don't think Dean Young has it in him to be. A good I don't player. think it's on a number. I, I don't, I don't think it's good for him to come to the back uh, to be the coach on a number of fronts, um, especially. One of, not especially, but one of those is the debacle that happened with his father last yeah. year as well. Mm. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't dislike Craig Young. I just think it's wrong what he did. Mm. I know the guy did get found not guilty, and obviously, you know, found in favour of the excuses what he yeah. did it for. Um, but to use a, that was very unprofessional. I found. Yeah. Um, but look, <clears throat> I just think Dean. I don't, I don't see him as a head coach. It's that's wrong. All right, enough about the dragons because now I'm bored and so he's brain dead. <laughs> yes. I, was, I, was no, I was about to. So, just, I was. Yeah, go on. Go. I uh, see. So even, even our producers <laughs> bored. Was bored. No, yeah. I was about to say uh, uh, dragons by fourteen this weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, rec- I reckon dragons will lose again. Yeah, it's Anthony Griffin wasn't a problem with it, just a shit club. Um, oh, look, the Ross is nothing special. I pointed that to you from the start of the year. <laughs> I think he tried to make a case for him, and I didn't. Oh, dragons. So, we're gonna go. Round 12, Indigenous round. I love Indigenous well, round. That is my favourite round Honestly, of the whole year. Indigenous it round is, is such a wonderful round. It is my favourite. I love um, all the uh, the media um, that the different clubs have been putting out. I like the jerseys. Players. I'm getting to Are that. Are they out for I'm sale? That, yeah. Um, and uh, the, the teams have released their Indigenous jerseys. The Bulldogs Indigenous jersey is gorgeous. It is absolutely I'm going to have funny. a look is later on tonight. It's very nice. <laughs> is that pretty? It's very nice. I think I think that's going to – I'm going to buy one. I have to – it's just who's, such a good who's, uh, Any ideas on who designed yours? Is it like a local try from the, around the Cooks River area? I'm or? sorry. I didn't actually look into it, but I know that, that it looks amazing and, and the, some of the stuff the Rabbitohs are doing with their players and some other teams that are putting up mm, some photos one's them. always amazing. Yeah. yeah. The Dragons ones always seems to have um, – whale or some animal because they're from the Ewan nation which is the Ewan nation which is the south coast yeah um i'm so glad that the nrl does an indigenous round and i'm very my favorite round i'm very very happy to see the indigenous i never thought about it oh my favorite round i love it so the dogs are versing um they're versing the titans this week and so there are a couple of changes to the team um, Is Gold Coast got a nice jersey? I want to ask that. Uh, I, I think they're the Bungalong Nation. Bundjalung Nation. Yeah, they're the Anthony Mundine yeah. Nation, yeah. Um, great rugby league player, great boxer, great Indigenous man. So, for the Bulldogs this this week, um, the Fox is back. He replaces Blake Wilson mm. on the wing. So, um, so excited to see him back. Carl Oluwapu starts this week. Good news for with, you guys. That's good. With Reynolds on the bench. Get the victory, boys. Um, and this week, Harrison Edwards is starting at lock with Raymond Fatala Mariner on the bench. Yeah, I think yeah, that will work. I think it'll work well for Raymond Fatala Mariner. What the impact yeah. that you want? I hope so. I think it will because this week Pele's uh, Franklin Pele's suspended because of the he played New South Wales Cup, so he he actually got suspended from that. So he's actually out. He got suspended from New South Wales Cup. Yeah. Oh jeez. So he played he played Friday against the Warriors. He only played ten or fifteen minutes, and then he went to play New South Wales Cup to get his fitness up and destroyed and someone. Yeah, and he played really well, and then. He got and then he got suspended because of a hit he did or something. Oh wow! Anyway, um, so we've got Reynolds, Ockhambor, Samuel, Sam Hughes, and Raymond Fatala Mariner on the bench. I like yep. that bench. That's a good bench. It's Sam not Hughes a good bench. Is, Sam Hughes is actually decent. Sam Hughes is good, but I think and Jaden Ockhambor has been good off the bench, but I think Reynolds and Fatala Mariner. Oh, is Reynolds on the bench? Yeah. Reynolds oh, on the bench. sorry, I'll take that back. Yeah, I, think, I didn't hear Reynolds. Sorry. And you know what? What what annoys me is Ryan Sutton is in reserves. Why isn't Ryan Sutton in the top team? Drop Reynolds and have a fourth forward on there. Our problem has been the forwards. Let's get forwards in. Let's get a roll on. Let's give space for Aloapu, for um, 
uh, a burden and, and money to wreak havoc. I honestly think Flanagan on the bench would have been better than having Reynolds oh, on yeah, the bench. Oh, yeah, because he's been playing hooker. And I was about to say you need a hooker and Flanagan slots in the halves as well. Yeah. I think That's Flanagan, actually a great option. That's a great option. I think Flanagan should have been there at 14. Flanagan be, yeah. I think starting Flanagan and Cole go on the bench. Him. Honestly, yeah. I don't think Flanagan was as bad as... I agree. I agree on that statement, far and away. I know people love to hate Flanagan, but honest to God, he cops too much flack for how the rest of the team is performing. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. I love Flanagan. He's a good guy. Um, You know, on the other side... Just bring him on the podcast. On oh, the other side, you've got... <laughs> you've got a a good a good Titans team. You know, Foreign at six, Tanner Boyd at seven. Jaden Campbell at fullback. Jaden Campbell at fullback. Um, they've got Chris Randall at nine, who I think is... Not that great, but the problem is that their forwards are doing well. Um, and Tino's just and Cleese Haas, Payne Haas's younger brother, is, yeah. is doing really well. Yeah, he's, I think. What's um, he like as a player? Is he is he similar build to Payne? A little bit, but he's not as aggressive. He's not, not as aggressive as Payne. How old yeah. is he now? Twenty one. Oh, he's twenty one. Twenty one, twenty two. Is I he think. a front rower? Yeah. Oh, maybe St. George can Strong. let Blake Laurie go and get Cleese Haas. Come on. They're not going to let go of Blake Laurie, bro. It's over. I just move on. <sighs> is Tino still the captain for that team? Yeah. yeah okay. and he's right, a good and captain. Deservedly so. Yeah. He's, he's, bro, he's the hardest That's a captain. That yeah. he's, he's a, a captain. He's a yeah. mad captain. He's a leader. That's a captain, yeah. Hayes Perham is still a fullback. Um, I know we mentioned that earlier, but I, I have to bring this up. Oh, he's... I'm, I'm disappointed that Hayes Perham is still fullback. I think he's had ample time to prove what he can do and he's done not much uh, you just need that spark in attack you've pointed that out so yeah mm. I mean Josh had a car or, or Jake Averillo Averillo yeah I mean Josh had a car would be sensational at fullback I mean whip it. he wouldn't be out of I don't think he I don't he'd think be he'd be out of his whip it. you'd get a lot of more points I think I think Blake we, Wilson would be good on the wing yeah yeah oh, Blake Wilson can definitely back he can, up he can, he can slot in on that wing um, even Paul Alamotti, I, I mentioned last week, you I think right. Paul Alamotti's okay. He's I, safe. I, he could, I think he could go back to reserves and play a few more games <coughs> yeah, there. Like my, my honest opinion is if Bra when Braden Burns comes back, Paul Alamotti should drop to reserves, reserves and just burn slots straight in there, even if they keep Perham at fullback. I think Burns and Adakar on uh, on the centre wing pairing I think would be incredible. Can I, can I ask, uh, one of your reserves players, um, I've heard him mentioned a lot, um, Jarrell Skelton. Yeah. What what's his prefer? What's his position? You see him wing centre, and why is he not getting around? Because I hear every week he kills it in reserves. So what's he does the kill it in reserves. Every so what's week. the deal there? Why isn't he? I don't know why he hasn't been getting a start. Some he's been injured. At this is what points. annoys me. Some coaches are iffy to give that guy yeah, yeah. that run, and it seems like Soraldo's just not. Is he is he outside the top thirty? Am I? No, I think he was. No, he's I, top thirty. I think he was in the top. 30. So why why does somebody that's Offering you mediocre returns gets a run, but this guy who's giving you big returns, killing any reserves, won't even get even a looking. I mean, this just it reminds you of going back into it, um, as I pointed out earlier, Alex Lobb for the Dragons and the reserves. Yeah. Like, I mean, pull pull that plug out and just maybe he just wants to keep the current players and just trying to no, go from there. give him a go. It's already 11 rounds. I'm sure you warrant a, a chance now. Yeah, no, he's not in the top 30. Oh, he's not? That's no. probably okay. Look, that's in defense of Seraldo now. That's probably why. So he you, might, you might start seeing him. Oh, sorry, week. sorry. I'm, I take that back. He is in the top All 30. All right. I was uh, just so. going to close line. Yeah. Uh, the coach got close line. But yeah. 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 No, no. He's in the top 30. I don't understand why he's not playing him. Um, you know, we got Jackson, Jackson isn't he, Topine. Isn't he big in He's a big ex rugby union player. So he's another forward. He's an ex rugby union player. Yeah. So is he like another. Get him on. Can I point out, is he another, like another Manu Vatave sized 
backline. That's that's sort of the comparison, not as damaging as say a Manu Vatovay, but that's the comparison that's mm. sort of made sometimes um, to Gerald Skelton. I don't know why he's not getting around, but I mean the Fox is back, so. Was he injured last week? I'm not sure. I don't think he was. Um, is he, he? Can I ask? Is he like John Alamu size? No, nah, a bit I don't smaller. Know. Right? I'm nah, not sure. I'm, you can't bring John. Remember John Alamu? Yeah, you can't bring him. Six back foot five, hundred and thirty kilos, running the hundred meters in ten point nine seconds. Like, but, but I mean, it's still, it's, it's still, compare, it's still man. sort of. It was a giant sized Ford running quicker than a, a quickest winner? You know, in it's game. still disappointing that we don't have. Um, Someone to, or we ha- we're not trying to fix that fullback problem. Like last week in the first half, I think Perrin was our worst player. I don't care how many runs that he made, mm. he threw balls into people's stomachs. He 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 was just not there. He was standing in 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 people's way. Um, he wasn't you know backing up where he's supposed to. I don't I don't know if or, or when uh, Serrado will bite the bullet and drop Hayes Perrin. I know that he dropped um, Kyle Flanagan. And at a certain point, I think he's going to need to drop Hayes Perham because I think Hayes Perham has been more of a problem for us at fullback. I'll, I'll put it on the line now. If Canada don't win this game, he will be dropped. What if he plays out of his skin and he's not Yeah, he won't get dropped. Oh, no, no. If he plays out of his skin and they win, he won't get dropped. What if he plays out of his skin but we don't win? He'll still get dropped because, uh, I mean, we saw with other clubs they somehow miraculously still drop players that are performing. I mean, well, why is Serraldo any different? Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I think that he is one of the problems. I do believe he's one of and the And I'm going to put on the line and say he will get dropped if they lose, especially if they don't put points on the board. Mm. And you'll probably see Flanagan come yeah. back like, in. Like the other thing, like our second row, right? Like I look at our second row and I think that's that's a gigantic attacking black hole. Like Raymond Fletala Mariner and Quarry Waddell, while they have their positives, they're not attacking players in any way. They don't have an offload. They don't have a pass. They don't... That they're, they're, no, they're never over the advantage mm. line. They're never doing post-contact. You need players. a hard-running second row. We need a very hard-running hard second, second row. And that's and that's why I'm happy Harrison is that lock because Harrison has a passing game. Harrison has... He's, he's, yeah, that's a good suggestion, actually, yeah. No, Can, well, he's chosen him at lock this week, so... That's all right. Can I say... All right, so you got the... Um, oh, what's his name? You're a good player. In Preston. The, Preston. He's in the other second row position. Yeah. If Tavera moves to the second row, who plays in the front row? I just want to... Just asking. Well... W- we get we had Thompson, right? All right? I'm just saying what's available. I know Tomo and uh, Kikau. They're are. injured. What we've got, like we've got Ryan Sutton, right? They can come in and play at prop. I would probably do that. I'll probably put Sutton at prop and move Tavera into the second and round. Tavera plays second row lock as well. You can move Waddell well. into the into the be- onto the bench. I rather, you know what? I rather play Tavera at second row lock because he's a very creative. Front rower, I mean, creative forward. He's got a pass to him. He's got an offload. Absolutely. And he runs holes yeah. in footwork. So I probably don't agree with him being at front row. I, I don't case. either. And and that's that's the other thing, right? His effectiveness is being blunt and people saying, oh, you know, TP, TPJ is not doing this, not to be that. It- of course he's not because he's playing prop and he's been asked yeah. to go out there and be a battering ram. Mm. He's not being gasted to go out there and, and he's, offload. Remember him at Brisbane in that? Wow. He never Locked played proper second row. He was a few times he did. Row, yeah, but he was cover. always prop second row, always second row lock, always. And that's why I think he plays best. So if we had uh, if we had Ryan Sutton and Franklin Pelle in the team, you can drop um you can drop Waddell to the second to, to the bench. You can have TPJ in, in the second row. You can have Ryan Sutton starting, Pelle on the bench. Mm. That's automatically a better team. I know Pelé is injured for this week, but but when we come back after the after the, the um after the bye, what happens then? Why isn't Ryan Sutton being chosen? Like there's just all these little things that make such a big difference to our team that we don't have at the moment. Waddell can't be a starting second rower. I, I have nothing against the bloke. I want him in the team because I think he's good 
defensively, but he can't start. He's an attacking black hole. Raymond Fatala Mariner, same problem. Ockenbo's actually been good. He scored a try last week, a really good try. Yeah. He's been running holes, uh, making good tackles. I think he's good. People, a lot of the p- supporters don't, but I think he's great. Yeah. Right? Anyway, my call for the for the Bulldogs, I think we're going to win by eight because I think that- Oh, that's that's all right. Yeah, eight. Oh, did you call eight as well? Yeah, I, eight? Yeah, eight. You did I eight. think the dogs will win this round um, only because we have to. That's the way I'm looking at it. We have to win. They're at home. they got to- if we don't win, they didn't win if we don't win, week, I yeah. say we write off our yeah. top eight chances. Yeah, even the next three years, I agree. Not that it can't be done, brother. <laughs> Give me your own opinions, not Omar's. Uh, Titans will win. I'm 13 plus. He went 13 plus. I, I, dogs? I, yeah, I called dogs eight. So they got to turn it around. Yeah. I can't put a stinker in it. Surely the second week in a row. I mean, they weren't even that That's bad against not, Canberra. but It was a stinker against Canberra and it's going to be a stinker. It was a stinker, it was a stinker last Warriors, week because yeah. they didn't come out of their shell and they only came out of their shell for 20 minutes and they started really putting on the Warriors. Yeah. So and I, gotta, and I, I want to see Burden get his hand on the ball more. I think Burden seems more to only be here. Yeah, yeah. He only gets his hands on the ball on fifth tackle to put it up. Get your hands on the ball, run it more, pass a little bit more, you know, connect with Aloapu. I, I want to see what the hype about Aloapu was if he starts. I want to see, does he have a kicking game or is it all um, just... How old is he, 18? 19, yeah, 18. Wow. He's 19. Yeah. Well, Isaiah Katoa imagine for the Dolphins. In, imagine him in a year or two. Yeah, but wow. Isaiah Katoa, the Dolphins, how old is he? 18, 19? But he's got Wayne Bennett. Um, he's got a better playing side around him, and uh, he's, no, he's been starting now for three months. Whereas no, Oluwapu, no, my, yeah. my, my my point is to Cameron Soraldo, let him play his natural game. Yeah, Go I out agree. there, let him play his I natural agree. game. I agree. Don't hinder him in any way. I agree. That Katawa, wow, bloody hell, um, Paul Penrith. So with that, um, <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Um, it was a cracker show. I was so excited to talk about State of Origin. Yeah. Um, when's when's just before we go? When's uh, Canary playing the Roosters? It's still a few weeks away. Damn. All right. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, 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 you know, I'm hoping for the, the Bulldogs make a big comeback. Um, you know, as I say, if we don't win this week, I think we may um, have given up or blown our chances for the top eight. Does our uh, other host, Omar, return for the State of Origin special next week? <laughs> Omar will be back for the State of Woo-hoo! Origin special next week. He'll be and back on that, actually, I should, probably should, should say that next week, uh, podcast going to be a little bit different. We are going to be have, having a State of Origin special. Yeah. Um, State of Origin is honestly the best time of the year. It it's is. the best footy that you'll ever watch other than the Don't grand you get final. Excited, like, I can't wait, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm yeah. just excited to get my KFC buckets out. <laughs> <laughs> you like wigger wings or? Oh, yeah, anything, everything. Anything. Anything. KFC, anything, anything and everything. And everything yeah but yeah so next week will be a state of origin special i'm very much looking forward to it i hope you can join us next week for that um thank you again for joining um and and look leave us leave us comments in in, in, about anything that you hear um uh or anything that you've heard tonight give us your opinions good bad um tell us how you think we are and you know we'll take it on the chin and we'll definitely respond thank you very much and i hope you enjoy this week of footy